Hey everyone, welcome back to episode two of Science Uncovered. Uh, yeah, let's go. Uh, second one. Uh, so this time we looked, uh, we went back to the nature papers and we actually looked at one called Vitamin D Ameliorates Neonatal Necrotizing Enterocolitis via Suppressing TLR4 in a Murin Model. Basically, what this paper's theme is, is it found a link between uh, this disease that can occur in preterm infants called neonatal necrotizing enterocolitis, where basically um, the intestinal lining uh, inside these infants are destroyed, and that causes necrotizing uh, damage. Necrotizing basically just means tissue death. Um, and they found that adding vitamin D uh, and influencing the pathway that vitamin D influences uh, can be really important to reducing the risk of these preterm infants developing neonatal necrotizing enterocolitis. So yeah, so I think I think that's uh, basically what the title is saying. Uh, Youngjin, did you have anything to add? Um, I think you spoke uh, perfectly. It was a very interesting uh, paper that caught my eye just because I knew everyone knows what vitamin D is, and then uh, TL. R4, which is the uh, toll-like receptor 4, which is used in a lot of the... Um, it's like a receptor in, for a lot of biochemical uh, reactions. And so I felt like this was kind of an interesting paper that, you know, maybe a lot of uh, pre-meds might be familiar with. And so I guess like one question, you know, because you're a med student, right? So like, why is vitamin D so important to us? Like, what is the significance of vitamin D? Yeah, for sure. And that's a really good question. So vitamin D is actually really important in a lot of different things. Um, there's some of like lesser known aspects of vitamin D where it's like really helpful for um, calcium absorption from the, the kidneys and things like that. Uh, but one of the really important things about vitamin D is also mediating your inflammatory responses in your body and your immune system. And actually, I remember when I uh, recently went to a internal medicine appointment uh, for my yearly checkup, one of the things that the doctor was telling me uh, for good pro- COVID prevention and just good health practice overall is to just eat daily vitamin D uh, because that can be really good for just boosting your immune system um, and mediating some of that inflammatory response. And I think the, the thing that they... The one of the things that is was occurring in these infants and also the rats that they were studying is when they undergo this necrotizing enterocolitis, it seems like some of the damage is from our own immune system that causes an auto-inflammatory response where basically our own immune cells are resorbing or attacking the um, cells in your intestine or the enterocytes. So, yeah, so I, I definitely agree. Vitamin D's very big and I'm glad that you chose this paper uh, since vitamin D is sort of something that we all know about. Uh, you mentioned the TLR4 so I actually I never heard of TLR4 before. Can you tell me a bit more about what TLR4 is and why it's so important in this paper? Um, yeah so so it I don't exactly know the relationship between uh, TLR4 and uh, necrotized. Uh, I'll just call it uh, any NEC, I think, NEC yeah, yeah, for short. Um, mm-hmm. I don't exactly know what the relationship between that, but I know like um, when I was studying the MCAT and a lot of the bio biochemistry passages 
when they talked about uh, TLR4, it was usually in, it was a biochemical pathway to help um, up, uh, induce transcription factors onto your DNA and things like that. And so like, I don't exactly have like a clear understanding, but it's just something that I've seen so many times, like on these passages being used uh, for transcription factor. So I thought it was kind of like a um, cool thing. And I know like, um, so a couple of functions that I do know for sure is that it first mediates um, phagocytosis. Um, phagocytosis meaning the, so phago meaning eating and cytosis, I don't even know what cytosis means. Like um, cell. Cell, yeah. So it just eats cell up. Cell eating. Um, it's cell eating. Cell I eating. Yeah. yeah. Nice, nice. Um, and as well as what, um, it'll activate uh, apoptosis. So you talked about the, what is it? The autoimmune, um, what is it? it? It's an autoimmune attack. So I think one of the reasons why um, TLR4 is used is because it increases apoptosis or cell death. Um, and so that's kind of like the pathway that occurs. Um, but yeah, other than that, I'm not exactly too sure um, about the well, TLR. Yeah, I mean, and it sounds like, yeah, no, that, that makes perfect sense. Because I think the key finding in this paper is, is they sort of elucidated the pathway of how adding vitamin D can reduce the occurrence of NEC by suppressing TLR4. So if what you're saying is correct, and I believe you are correct, TLR4 induces phagocytosis slash apoptosis. And that's what's sort of causing the damage to the enterocytes, which is the liver, or the not the liver, the uh, intestinal cells. So by suppressing that, um, it seems to have less of an inflammatory response and less of a uh, apoptotic response, which would help in this situation. So that's, that's pretty cool. Right. Um, so, yeah. So I think in terms of, so, when we if we discuss more about this paper so i think one of the benefits of or strengths of this paper was everything was very organized everything was very clear um uh compared to the other paper about asthma i feel like this one was a lot more easily digestible and it was very clear all the figures were nicely presented and it was uh, easily able to be uh, understood and so i so when we talk about the point of this paper um, so they list three studies, so or study aims. So the first one is investigating the vitamin D status in preterm birth with and without NEC and comparing them with term subjects. So if we talk, can you talk a little bit more about um, this first study aim? Yeah, um, what I'm saying was, was that they basically study this in infants that were born both preterm and term, or either preterm or term. And then there was a further subset of preterm births where these there were infants that had NEC and infants that didn't have NEC. And it seemed like the occurrence rate for NEC for preterm infants was about one in 1,000. So it's not the most common disease, but it's definitely a very devastating one because there's about, uh, I believe, a 50% survival rate um, if you do have NEC as a preterm um, birth. Or actually, sorry, uh, I believe it's 25% uh, death rate. So 75% survival rate. Um, which is still pretty bad but yeah so they basically looked at these infants and they took some samples of the the enterocytes and they did some histology sections on it to see um what was happening with their enterocytes and i believe they were just trying to qualify um 
actually. What were they trying yeah, to qualify? So Let me. Yeah, can you qualify, with that? Yeah, yeah. So they were basically trying to qualify the amount of um, vitamin D. So obviously, because these are actual infants, like you can't. It's not unethical to do actual experiments and tests. Um, so they collected uh, blood serums, and they were um, from the uh, three different groups. So one is term, like control, and then one is preterm. Um, and then one is uh, no NEC, and then another one is preterm with NEC. And they were basically looking um, for specific factors, one of them being your vitamin D concentrations, um, the other one being the protein concentrations of, of these um, TLR4, because that's a receptor, and a VDR. I believe VDR is... Uh, actually, I'm not exactly sure what VDR is. I think that's some kind of other protein. It sounds familiar. Um, but uh, yeah, no, you're right. It's a, it's another protein. In this case, it's a protein. Uh, I'm actually also blanking out, but I will look it up. You keep talking. All right. Um, and so, basically, what they did was they, um, yeah, they took blood samples and they also took a uh, Western blood um, of what uh, they what they extracted in terms of the protein. Um, and they were just trying to uh, measure the protein levels. So basically, um, they were trying to relate the amount of vitamin D with the amount of protein density um, in these infants. And I think uh, from what the figures uh, showed, uh, to summarize, is they in fact saw that there was a decreased level of vitamin D in preterm infants with NEC and also um, infants with uh, NEC also had an increased uh, protein density of TLR4. And so what we talked about before was that, you know, there's this relationship that lower vitamin D equals increased TLR4, um, which would basically... Um, uh, I wouldn't say cause, but it will induce uh, NEC. I think cause is a correct word in this case um maybe possibly cause well so the thing is is that like it definitely seems to be a critical factor but i feel like with it being one in a thousand there must be some other factors that could potentially okay. influence this pathway i guess correlation it's a core there's a correlation between inverse correlation between vitamin d and tlr4 protein density i well okay i, I don't know i don't know about correlation i definitely think we could go do causation but i think there has has to be like other background stuff going on as well like i don't think there's just one thing causing it but there definitely does a correlation seem to be... does not mean causation though right so you it can doesn't. say there's a correlation but and... uh, i i believe correlation is weaker much weaker than causation because then you're saying that there's no relationship between one thing or another or no causational relationship but then the fact that in those rat models um i think that's aim too they looked at rat model models, um, and when they added the vitamin D, they were actually able to induce or reduce some of that TLR4 um, and improve the or reduce the risk of developing NEC. So there definitely does seem to be, I think they have established some causational relationship, but it's hard to say that like this is the only thing that's causing it. Right. Okay. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I think that is one the key takeaway in the first aim. Did you have anything you wanted to add? Yeah, uh, well, I actually just wanted to talk about VDR real quick. So VDR just simply stands for vitamin D receptor. 
Um, and it's basically oh. a protein that binds with vitamin D and allows other things to respond to vitamin D. So that would make sense that in term babies where you have more vitamin D, you have more VDR, while in babies with NEC or preterm infants, uh, you would have reduced VDR because you don't have as much vitamin D to respond to. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and so and the figures definitely um, do show that as well. So nice. So I think we can go on to the uh, second aim. Um, to summarize it, basically, the second aim was to observe the influence of vitamin D on NEC severity in a rat model. Um, so in this case, since this was a rat model, they were allowed to be uh, a bit more invasive. And I think that's kind of what they did um, here. I know you were, when we talked, you were kind of uh, disturbed by that. Do you want to give some of Yeah, that? well, <laughs> yeah, no, that's always one of the iffy things about animal research, just animal ethics. Um, well, there seemed like in this case, that they essentially had to induce NEC in these rats. And basically they first in induced preterm labor as well as increased the risk of NEC by doing um, hypoxia and stress challenges to the mothers. So I, it, it makes sense why they were doing it, but it always just sometimes bothers me sometimes when we mess around with animals a bit too much. And this one was uh, hitting a bit on the ethical side for me. But I mean, it sounds like this was overall very well-planned research, so um, I'm sure they did that in the most humane way as possible. Okay, nice. Yeah, and so, uh, you know, when we talk about the figures, because I think figures are the staples of any research paper, so they had very... So, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but they basically um, induced um, NEC, and then they, were, uh, they injected vitam uh, vitamin Ds into these mice, and basically saw their um, survival rates um, through uh, in in a in a matter of hours, and um, what we saw was that uh, control control everything was um, normal. So that's our base. And then if we have NEC with vitamin D, it actually improves the survival rate compared to when you just have NEC and a um, just a vehicle well, of nothing um, in it. Um, and then and then I think one of the interesting things I saw was like, you know, because I'm a visual learner, I really like seeing the visuals. And so they did a histology of the tissues of the endothelial linings, and they were able to see the vehicles with um, that were controlled mice and vehicles that with uh, NEC mice or rats, excuse me. And you could see the tearing or the breaking of the uh, endothelial linings. But then when you added vitamin D, you saw that things were a lot better. It wasn't completely intact, but you could see that there was there was some kind of effect um, that helped it. Right, some intestinal lining preservation. Um, no, and I think I think you summarized their their point very well. I think because you can't really do as much on infants um, versus like a murine model, um, I think definitely that injection of vitamin D was critical for helping establish that there is a direct influence that vitamin D has on preserving this endothelial lining and improving outcomes for NEC uh, infected mice or patients. So definitely a very cool study. and. Um, 
yeah, I, I think you summarized our results for AIM 2 very well. All right. So when we go to the last thing, it was about uh, exploring the associations between vitamin D, VDR pathway, and TLR4 and NAC. And I think this is something that we kind of talked about in the beginning, kind of like, or I actually mentioned that I wasn't exactly sure about the relationship between it. Uh, could you talk a little bit more about what they've uh, discovered? Yeah, so I, I think there was one key factor that they discovered that was, so if, if we were to go back again, TLR4 uh, causes that sort of inflammatory response um, and that phagocytosis. And it seemed that they found that TLR4 stimulates um, release of nuclear factor KB, K-beta or kappa-beta, which I've heard before somewhere in medical school, but I, I don't remember where. But that, that seems to increase that pro-inflammatory mediator. And what they found was that introduction of vitamin D reduces the expression of that NFKB, I believe, by uh, reducing the TLR4. Um, I don't, I'm not exactly entirely positive about the steps that be, come between um, TLR4 and vitamin D. Uh, but it was also cool that they sort of looked into what type of T cells that TLR4 um, promotes. And it seems that they promote more um, T cells to switch from the regulatory T cells into more of a, a killer T cell profile, uh, which explains the more auto-inflammatory response. Um, so those those are really cool, um, especially because there's some immunological stuff that we learned by medical school, and I'm sure you're learning as a pre-med. Uh, but it was, it was pretty cool to see that there was a basis to all everything that we're learning. Yeah, I think so. so. Yeah, this was a very interesting paper to kind of tie in things I think that I've learned and things that you, prob you probably have learned as well. Um, so if we were to summarize this paper, I think the key factor was that, you know, this paper clearly and definitively showed that there um, is a close association between um, vitamin D, VDR pathway, and NEC. You know, um, be it that it's going to be the uh, rat model or the infant model, and they showed it. Um, so they first initially, their first was the show relationship in the infants. Then they showed it in the rat. And then they decided in their third aim that they wanted to connect it together. And so I think it was a pretty well planned out experiment. And they were able to show that there was a close association between that. Having, uh, in, having vitamin D may increase you know, the survival rate of um, preterm infants with um, NEC in the sense that it may be able to help preserve the intestinal barrier functions um, that, like we saw in the rat model with the histology um, stainings where you know adding vitamin D helped restore some of the barrier function. Um, is there anything you wanted to add? No, I think you summarized it very well, Youngjin. All right, thank you. All right, well, you know, that is all the time that we have for now. Um, make sure you guys uh, keep following us, share us with your friends, and we'll see you guys next time. Yeah, see you guys next time.